This is the PTBO Today podcast. Intelligent conversation. Jordan Graham here kicking off your Thursday edition of PTBO Today live. Before we get to the big three local stories we are following today, yes, we acknowledge that it is a Freak 90.5 Peterborough Kia Pete's game night. Don't worry. We've got a lot coming up, Graham. We're going to speak with a lot of guests. We're going to break down that game from every single angle, but I know you're extremely excited. I Well, I mean, did you say it was a Peterborough Kia Pete's game night? Yes. Tonight? Because I've been waiting forever to be able to pull this bad boy out once again. So uh, uh, if, if it's going to work, there we go. There we go. <clears throat> if, if you will indulge me here for a second. Although I'm playing this, it didn't work out well when I played it during the postseason. I don't think they won some of the games. Oh, no, before. bad juju. Yeah. Right off the start. It. I'm playing it anyway. All right, there you go. I like that. Yeah, I do like Probably that. All right, we'll play that again a little bit later on. Ed Arnold with the writing credit on the lyrics. For yeah, we're going to give him his uh, half a penny, I think he gets uh, on that <laughs> for one. For playing so, that, there yeah. You go. A lot of Pete's coverage coming up, but we've got some other things that we're keeping our eye on as well. How about schools become more crowded across Gorth of Pine Ridge, just a school board, uh, which is interesting because how many years ago was it we started talking about closing schools down because the, of the lack of population for a lot of them? Right. A mm-hmm. uh, report on Tuesday shows the board has experienced about 2% growth uh, per year over the last five, which is considering unprecedented and going to cause space issues as soon as 2025 for both elementary and high schools. Yeah, interesting stuff. If you want more on the report, which was presented to trustees earlier this week, all you need to do is log on to our website. That's ptbotoday.ca. And boy, oh boy, isn't it a good sign of population growth? Maybe something they told us we should be expecting at city council for, you know, the last 10 years. Shocking, I know. Just about we weren't prepared for it. Uh, there was a quick change in plans for the official groundbreaking ceremony to mark the start of the construction of the new six-story, 53-unit affordable housing complex on Monaghan Road. It uh, has been postponed with no date set as to when that's actually going to take place. That's right. It's apparently supposed to align with a future announcement. So, okay. I mean, whether that's funding or what. But anyways, uh, we'll keep our eyes on that because a lot of people are anticipating it. And more, more than $10,000 was donated to Hospice Peterborough. This from 100 women Peterborough had their first in-person gathering since 2019. Absolutely outstanding stuff there. More than $170,000 that group has donated towards charities uh, yeah. going back the last number of years. Those are the big three local stories we we are following today. Coming up, we will continue our chat about the opening game for the Pete. Stu Kernan, he's going to join us in studio. You're listening to PTBO Today Live. Jordan, Graham, and you never know who else. This is the PTBO Today podcast. Thursday edition of PTBO Today Live. It is a Peterborough Kia Pete's game night and doing his deep knee bends before he heads down to the rink in a couple of hours to call this one. The voice of Peterborough Pete's hockey here on Freak 90.5. His name is Stuart Kernan. Stu, welcome back. Yes. You finally short. just made it back from BC now, just now, did you? A little bit of a, a short summer, but uh, just like I've been telling people all summer long, uh, when you're playing in into May and June, something good happened. And yeah. 
of course, everybody realizes what a great season it was for the Peets last year. It was, and certainly something to build on for a lot of these players, and of course, a lot of new players in the fold as well. I know that uh, earlier this week, I had a chance to go down and check out the barbecue, uh, see basically what the squad is going to look like for the most part, minus a few additions that we're still waiting to hear from um, about uh, who's at training camp still in the NHL. Um, let's talk, first of all, your reaction after finding out Michael Simpson had been traded away. Yeah, not totally surprised. You know, we heard the rumors. You can go all the way back to the uh, OHL Championship Series versus London. We heard some of the rumors starting then when the Peets were playing in London that uh, don't be shocked if, uh, you know, he throws on a Knights jersey before uh, this coming season is done. So, you know what? Uh, Michael Simpson uh, is always going to be a Peterborough Pete. He was incredible for the hockey club uh, throughout last season and, of course, the playoffs and the, and the Memorial Cup. And he deserves a chance to go out as a winner once again. And, sure, we would have loved to seen him back in the Pete uniform for this coming season, but uh, he's a good kid. He'll always be a Pete. And um, we wish him all the best in London. I certainly do. And again, as you mentioned, he's always going to be a member of the Peterborough Peets organization. Uh, this is a strategic number situation for the Peets. They got way too many overagers. What good place to start, I guess, with your with, with your goaltender? You don't need an overage goaltender. And uh, so far, looking pretty good is Liam Stushka to maybe carry much of this load. And now you bring a couple another guy in that can help out. And he's to rise there as well. Yeah, you know the Pete's. You know they're they're pretty good in goal. You know um, we don't know a lot. We saw a little bit of obviously uh, Zach Bowen during the playoffs last year, and London always liked Bowen, and he was a big part of their team starting training camp this year and when they found the opportunity to go get Michael Simpson you know you have to give up something to get something and so don't be surprised to see if Bowen maybe you know kind of takes the reins for the Peets but you're right Liam Stutzka had a had a good season last year he's had a good training camp as well and Easton Rye has done everything the Peets have asked of him so not a bad situation to go into the season with uh, three pretty good goalies. Kings of Frontenacs are in town tonight to kick off the regular season of course we're going to have all the pomp and circumstance with the banner raising uh, the uh, the rings being handed out. They didn't ask my ring size, so I'm sure I'll be just surprised later on. Uh, but uh, certainly looking forward to that to kick off the regular season. Obviously, there's a lot of emotion that's going to go into this pregame ceremony, I imagine. Yeah, when you raise a banner, it's uh, it's always something. And uh, it's obviously, it's going to be a full house at the PMC. Looking forward to that. The fans are going to enjoy it. The city deserves it. And the city really bought into it last year. So uh, the Peterborough Peets, you know, they provided them with some great hockey last spring. And, uh, you know, this season, you know, we don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions uh, heading into this year. And some of the so-called experts aren't giving the Peets much of a chance, but there's some added motivation for the hockey club. Talked to Rob Wilson about that and said, you know, what even the Ontario Hockey League uh, accreditation people uh, don't even have you falling into a playoff spot. Eh, he's not really buying into it, but on the same side, he doesn't really care either because they didn't say that they were a championship-winning team during the regular season. He said, wait, and wait, we did, and look what happened. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a challenge for the coaching staff. Um, you know, they're going to have to do a lot more teaching this year than maybe they had to do last year with such a veteran hockey club. So it's uh, going to be fun to watch the club progress. Stu Curran, he's got the call later on tonight, uh, just before 7 o'clock, the pregame show. Peter Rokia, Pete's Hockey here on Freak 90.5. Enjoy night number one of 68. It's going to be a it's going to be an interesting season. Yeah, let's get her going. The PTBO Today podcast. The stuff people are talking about. 
Our coverage is continuing in the lead-up to the puck drop for the Pete's regular season. Freak 90.5, your home for Peterborough-Kia Pete's hockey all season long. Joining us in studio right now is someone who covers the team extremely closely, not only for ptbotoday.ca, but also your TV. It is Scott Arnold. I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, we were hearing from Stu Kernan a little bit earlier and getting his take on some of the moves that were made in the lead-up to today, but I'm just going to throw it out there. What's a reasonable expectation for this team, Scott? What do you think? I think they're going to be mid to bottom pack would be the expectation. Anything yeah. above would be a surprise. Anything below, meaning not in a playoff spot, I think is going to be a disappointment. They're just going to want to get in the door. And we saw some teams last year. Once you get into the playoffs, we saw Mississauga had some great games. They had a young team not expecting to even crack the playoffs. And they had a good first round. So I think for Peterborough, just getting into the playoffs, getting some of those young guys some playoff experience, and then those old veterans who have been there last year, they're going to have that championship pedigree that they're going to maybe be able to get these young guys and themselves to step up to another level and maybe surprise some people in the playoffs. As everyone says, including Coach Wilson and the entire staff, anything can happen in that postseason. That's quite a ways away, though, boys. You know, the 68-game <laughs> schedule is so crazy because you can have a really good start and then flounder a quarter of the way through the season and all of a sudden find new life in the last part. I think we saw that with Mississauga. You mentioned we saw that with Oshawa. Saw that with a number of teams where we're looking at where the Peets are going to end up being stationed when it comes to the postseason. And we're looking at some of these teams going, well, that should be a win because they're playing poorly. Oh, wait. Oh, no. No, also, no, they're not. They really just found their groove and found their game. I think it's going to be something the Peets are going to be doing. Well, you mentioned some of these other teams. That happened to the Peets last year. They went on some tailspins. There was eight, nine-game losing streaks where all of a sudden we were thinking, is this team going to win again? Yeah. And then they would pull together an eight, nine-game win streak. And it was just up and down. I mean, I use this word all the time, roller coaster. It was a roller coaster ride. We saw Othman come in uh, around November way before the trade deadline and that kind of disrupted the chemistry and then all of a sudden he goes away to the world juniors they find their chemistry again then owen beck gets traded here othman and him are back from the world juniors into the lineup they can't find their chemistry again and it was just up and down up and down so i think for the Pete's consistency is going to be key this year because they know what it was like last year and i don't think they want to go through that again that was a that was a tough season very important to point out that a, a lot of people are are putting the Pete's in a back burner here because they don't have those names like Othman and, and and even Robertson, who's in Seattle right now. But there's still a lot on this veteran core that are still here that can still make some noise this season. There certainly is. There's some great leadership guys. We're expecting Owen Beck to come back. Hopefully he cracks the big squad. But as a 19-year-old, that's going to be hard to crack the Montreal Canadiens roster. So you're going to have a, a world-caliber player coming back here who's a gold medalist with the World Juniors with Team Canada last season. So he's going to bring a lot of value. Goaltending is going to be huge. Obviously, you guys have talked about this, but Zach Bowen coming in for Michael Simpson in that trade. Simpson going back to his hometown in London. What's Zach Bowen going to be like between the pipes? Liam Stushka has a lot to prove as well. Who's going to be the number one? Do they give it to Stushka, who's been in the system for a couple years? Do they give it to the new guy, Bowen? Both of these guys obviously are going to be working as a tandem, but they both want to be the starters as well, which is going to be great. They're going to be challenging each other all season long to be that number one guy. That's a great problem to have when you've got two eager goalies. Scott Arnold, uh, he'll be covering this team all season long, just like we will here on Freak 90.5. Thank you so much, and uh, have fun at the game tonight. See you at the rink. You are listening to PTBO Today Live. The PTBO Today podcast. Now, the sounds of today. Travis Kelsey Graham, the story that will not end. Oh, I wish it would. Is sharing fun details. I can't wait when they do break up and she starts writing songs about how, how heartbroken she is or how much of a dick he was. About dating a football player yeah. and it all coming apart. Yeah. <laughs>
he shared details about their first public outing with Taylor Swift uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs game on Sunday. It was on his podcast. Shout out to Taylor for uh, for pulling up. That was pretty ballsy. I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. You know, the friends and family. She looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in, uh, in great light. There you go. I, the uh, new TikTok trend, have you seen this now? Where like, oh, well, you know, good for this uh, Travis Kelsey guy. Like nobody knew who he was until he started dealing Taylor Swift. And I've seen a couple of those pop up this morning where I was flipping through. And it's like, they're just trying to get the guy like... He 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 won Super Bowls. Yeah, he, he, he he's going to be a top five ever at his position. He's one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. Yeah. And along with Pat, well, like yeah, the other guy that that Patrick. Ma, uh, yeah, Ma, what, that, that's the whole gag I guess we're doing on TikTok now, right? This one hurts me, Graham. Bruce Springsteen. Yes, being treated for an ulcer and has been advised to rest by his doctor. Uh, he's canceling shows through the rest through the rest of the year. City Index and Bruce Springsteen now postponing all concerts for the rest of the year. The boss, who is now 74, is being treated for peptic ulcer disease. His doctor telling him to rest, no three-hour-plus concerts. Springsteen posting a message tonight thanking friends and fans for their good wishes, encouragement, and support. He says he's on the mend and can't wait to see you all next year. I had tickets for November the 16th in Toronto. So next year, or next week, apparently, you're going to find out what the substitute date is. So, and again, this is only supposed to be a short delay. So yeah. he had delayed some of his shows because of illness. But again, this was something that was only supposed to be a short-lived one, right? Yeah, it was lingering a little bit for him. Well, so I was trying to do something for you here, but uh, YouTube decided I had to watch two commercials before I could uh, That's totally go fun. ahead and uh, and do what I wanted to do. But I was going to, oh, there you go. Let's, uh, maybe we... Well, let's make it feel better if we just do this, where like we just have like uh, Bruce Springsteen when he performed at the halftime show. Is that better? Let me feel better. Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals and Steelers was the game that he performed at. So there you go. You got crowd. You got him live. Does it make you feel better? Little Tenth Avenue freeze out. What makes me feel better is I've seen him six times. (laughs) But uh, he is getting up there, seventy-four now, right? So this could be the last time for me to go check it out. By the way, on this one. Yep. Yeah. By the way, you want to blame someone, maybe blame Howard Stern. You know, he did that big interview with him. And he did. Maybe he's the one that screwed him all up. Uh, last but not least here, the person who stole a shop vac from a truck in Philadelphia could be in for a surprise. Uh, the truck actually belongs to the owner of Philadelphia Bee Company, a bee and hornet removal company. Oh. Uh, that could suck. Whoever it was that, that grabbed this grabbed a shop vac that was filled with several hundred Hornets, and not just the workers, they had a preponderance of queens. This Apparently stinks. they're aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I got your sucks mentioned in there. I saw that. Yeah. I, I see what you did there. Uh, that is all the hot audio making the rounds on social media on this September the 28th. Comment, opinion, today's reactions. The PTBO Today podcast. Back here on PTBO Today Live, game day. Peter Rokia, Pete's game night, Pete's in front next tonight. And uh, one guy you'll see if you're watching the TV feed. But, of course, don't forget, always turn the volume down and listen to what we're doing instead. No, Dan, no, no, no. Uh, no, Dan, no, no, no. <laughs> Dan Malt of your TV, of course. And uh, we're getting ready for another season of Pete's Hockey. Kicks off officially tonight. Uh, shorter off season, but certainly a lot of excitement going into tonight. Yeah, it's weird. I've never experienced this before. Um, it's the first time that I've actually... It's, it feels like a weird off season. Like it just kind of gapped right into it, especially going into almost mid June mm-hmm. um, with uh, with the Memorial Cup. It feels like a crazy short break, um, but it's a new team. 
I'm looking forward to that, uh, just seeing how they develop. And you look at the preseason power rankings. I know Rob Wilson will tell you, and you'll tell everybody he doesn't care about them. But mm. I think that uh, Pete's fans probably care about that. So look, looking to see their team prove something. Uh, how's the goaltending situation going to shake out after Michael Simpson gets sent off to London and Zach Bowen comes in? We saw him get absolutely abused by Pete's fans in the OHL Championship, mm. but... Uh, he showed up. He was at the Pete's uh, season ticket holder uh, barbecue. I don't know if he's going to start, if Stoosh is going to start. We'll see. It's it's really interesting to see how the season's going to shake out. When I ask you for the Simpsons trade, was not a big shock for a lot of us? I think that was the worst-kept secret in the Ontario Hockey League over the offseason was that he was wanting to go back to London if there was a trade necessary. And, of course, we know that the Pete's are dealing with a bunch of overage issues. That was the talk um, from the OHL championship, right? Like that that started then. It's not that surprising, but you know, it's funny actually speaking with uh, his family in London. They when they first heard of it, or not in London, but in Kamloops, their first thought was. Michael can't leave the Peets. He'd be devastated. He loves it there so much. But uh, this makes sense for everybody involved. The Peets get a a really good draft pick and a third-round pick, a really good goalie, and a guy who was taken in the fourth round a couple years ago, uh, or just last year, rather. So a good goaltender, nice long range. Kind of looked like Dylan Wells a little bit when we were watching him. Um, Everybody's looking for just a quick comparison. Um, But, yeah, good-looking goalie. Uh, uh, I think that was a great move for the Peets. Finally, uh, going into tonight's game, of course, we've got 68 games to look forward to. But it's a little early to tell. And as you mentioned, uh, the OHL, even the power rankings, don't give the the Peets much luck. But you know what? There's a lot of returning guys back in this lap. Anyone in particular you want to keep your eye on uh, going into tonight and maybe through much of the season as being a leader here? Jonathan Malee. I think he scores... This is really ambitious, and I try not to do predictions. I, I think he scores 30 in the OHL. I think he's that good of a player. Um, I think the way he sees the game. So if I had to pick one guy, I'd say Jonathan Malik coming off that bad injury in the M- Memorial Cup last year. Um, or I think he's the guy. I think he's going to be a guy who really pops out, Chase Lefebvre as well. I think they're both exciting to watch. Dan Malta, OHL, your TV. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on the tube tonight. And I'll listen to you guys on my drive home. The BTBO Today podcast. Running down the stuff you need to know. It is time now for our community spotlight and two Peterborough women empowering agencies are recipients of inaugural funding provided through the Women United Initiative. Both the Kawartha Sexual Assault Center and the Peterborough Child and Family Center will be getting money. Uh, Former Peterborough MP Maria Monsef, the founding chair of Women United, uh, says an announcement such as this is an example of what was envisioned when the initiative was launched back in 2022. The goal is to raise funds. The goal is to raise awareness about the challenges and opportunities for local women. And the goal is to provide practical solutions in addition to funds that mentor women. Fueling Women United is a commitment from 100 women to contribute 1200 bucks or more each uh, going towards uh, various causes. Nice. Uh, outstanding stuff, a lot of great money being raised there. And earlier in the show, we talked about 100 women Peterborough donating $10,000 to Hospice Peterborough. So a lot of very influential women doing a lot of very cool things in the Peterborough community. Some great things here in the Peterborough community, stepping up in a big way, so appreciate it. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's edition of the program, Steve Robertson, Ashley Holmes. We'll talk about the revival of the Pig's Ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that. But we know our main focus Right now is Peterborough Kia Pete's Hockey Freak 90.5. The Pete's and the Kingston Front next tonight. It is opening night, Graham. It certainly is. So make sure you're in your, you've got your ass in your seat. 
early. That's what the Pete's are asking you because they're going to be getting going with those pregame ceremonies a little bit earlier than normal. Yeah. There's lots to get through. They got the player introductions. They got the banner raising. They're handing out the rings. Their speeches. You want to be a part of it, and if you can't be there, it's like being there, just not being there. We'll have it here for you on Freak ninety point five and on the iHeartRadio app, Peterborough KFP Talkie. Should be an extremely memorable night at the Peterborough Memorial Center. <coughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> I haven't done this in a while, so I think I should be in pretty good voice, you think? Go, Pete's go! It's back, baby. Pete's in front next night, Freak 90.5. Complete coverage beginning just Ooh. before... Seven o'clock. You've been listening to PTBO today live. Go, please go. Catch Jordan and Graham weekday afternoons on Freak 90.5 and on the iHeartRadio app. Download the show every weekday and spread the word about Peterborough's only daily podcast, the PTBO Today podcast. Intelligent Conversation.